Just broke this fucking one, too. You broke what? I just broke the stand. The new stand I broke fucking now. Is that the new one? Yeah. <laughs> Thing sucks. Dude. Kept freestyling, dude. <laughs> Very nice. I'm so sure cast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 17th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Early, and I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello. How is everybody today? And Kev running the board. Kev, hey. it's good to have you back, man. He never left, man. He never left. Oh, yeah. He didn't ever leave. Shh. <laughs> But uh, we're here, man, and and we're we're living life, and there's a polar vortex, and we're staying warm. Polar vortex, frosted quakes. I mean, what could, what can uh, go go wrong next? You know, what's going on? <laughs> uh, we got right. water freezing, which yep. I, I guess can happen. And then you got uh, you got college students dying from yeah. From- Frostbite or just cold? Yeah. I don't know. Hypothermic, what the, hypothermic conditions. Yeah, I don't know what the autopsy would will reveal there. But yeah. uh, but anyways. But um, yeah, um, we're both back in America. We're back. You didn't leave America though. No, I didn't. But I left the state. Tim went to New York City. Yep. Uh, I went by to I, I traveled by bus. You traveled via plane. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Would you Would you do uh, JetBlue? Well, Only. you're a JetBlue guy, right? Oh yeah. Strictly, very strict. Jesus, jet blue guy. What uh, did you watch? Anything on the plane? No, because uh, so well, I did, but not on like the plane's system because right, I left. Just spill it. I left this cable here, right here, so oh. that fucked watching any TV for me. What if you uh, bought headphones? Fuck that, dude. I need like noise canceling. I know, but luxury. beggars can't be choosers at that point. I wasn't really a beggar though. I just watched uh, saved Netflix stuff on my phone. Oh, all right. Yeah, so. Very nice. Oh, so you have the stupid thing that they make you buy with the new headphone jack that goes in the no, charging port? Uh, No, these are wireless. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You gotcha. know? Right? Right? Bluetooth? Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude. Look at this guy. And, uh, yeah. and I'm, it's great because then I didn't have to deal with like the whole the channel changer being exactly where everyone puts their elbow on the... Uh, yeah, that is a design flaw. I don't know why Fucking they went with that. It's a terrible Any, idea. Anything that's even close to being near your elbow. Any, yeah, anything that encroaches on weenus territory is just a bad idea. Shouldn't be there. Yeah, I agree. Because that's the other thing. You, if you're comfortable, you're resting your elbows, right? Yes. That's why yeah, they yeah. say not do it on the dinner table because you're not right. supposed to be comfortable. Don't be comfortable there. at the dinner table, right? But also, you kind of you kind of move them around, but you don't just. You don't hover your elbows if you you drag them. Oh yeah, like violently. So why even give me the high margin of error by putting something in my terrible in my elbow lane? But you'd think, right? So like, say you put your arms on the armrest right there. Yep. You know, you put it like back up against the back of the chair, and then your hand is like way out towards the end of the armrest. Obviously, why wouldn't they put the buttons where your hand is? Well, this is and this the, is the thing. They make it so you have to like cross your you have to like cross your arms and use your left hand under your right arm to press the buttons well, on your right thing. This is exactly right. And there's no room. You know, for all the talk about them dragging passengers off, you know, off planes so that employees can travel and on. Yeah, that's that's bad. But can we focus on the real problem here, which is channel changer placement. Yeah. 
Okay, why is that not the solved? Fuck was that? I'd much rather have that solved and have the occasional man beaten and bloodied on the plane before takeoff. Oh yeah, that's just like a, an expected casualty. I'd that's say. yeah, that's a necessary evil. Yeah, okay? that's part of flying, guys. Yeah, send my dog to Germany accidentally. That's fine, but because mistakes happen. But put the channel changer. Yeah. In a reasonable place. I'm fine with that, but now I got to wake up the 75-year-old lady next to me to tell her that she's fucking up my brightness. Well, that's exactly right. Ma'am, your elbow. Can you? Ma'am. Well, and sometimes they put it on the... uh, the, What they should really do is put it on... I'm listening. If you were sitting like you're sitting on a chair, right? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're... You're using the armrest, and then where your thumb is, where it's slightly on the inside of the handle, put it right there. I like this. I like because that way the passenger adjacent to you can't get in your business. Yeah, that's a good point. And you got autonomy, and you got privacy. Yep. What more could you fucking want? It gets rid of a lot of awkward moments of people changing other people's brightness. Well, and the the amount of steps it would take to make air travel just that much more comfortable mm, uh-huh. aren't really that tall orders to make done so why don't they just handle this shit and then the other thing okay uh-huh yeah i'm, I'm not gonna get into this because like, yeah i get into like a red-faced We're rant every time yeah, yeah but so i think tsa is like the biggest scam ever okay right? i'm listening not just specifically that administration just i mean okay. the idea of airport yeah. security because when you buy a ticket i can't scalp my plane ticket okay I you when by the time I show up for the airport they know who I am, okay? Because if yep. you buy a ticket uh-huh. and you get shit on your record, you get flagged and you're already on the radar, okay? Okay. And I think this proved my point because during the government shutdown, everybody was like, "Oh, what about lack of security with TSA? This is a huge issue." Guess what? Nothing happened. So it turns out that after a month of watered down TSA, there were no issues. So maybe we can just cut the shit and just say, you know, finally. We have a little bit of proof that this is a little bit hyped up. Huh. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, okay, dude. But we can move on. So I actually traveled <laughs> I actually traveled by bus because uh, I think I've mentioned on this podcast before uh-huh. that I am a terra firma fan. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. air travel is really – actually, not- I, I do like to fly, um, I should say. So I guess I'm not super exclusive. I don't have terra firma monogamy, but – um, what the fu- actually, usually I do like to travel by train, but the thing is the, Am- the Amtrak's so goddamn expensive. Yeah, and it's it only like, goes certain places. Yeah, you're there an hour sooner, which is great, <laughs> but you're you're spending like $150 more. You know what I mean? That sounds terrible, man. <sighs> but anyways, so the, the bus isn't what's going on? the bus is <laughs> shitty. The bus is shitty travel. Okay, that's what's going on. And oh, my alarm's going off telling me to flip the wings. Oh, uh, yeah, flip those wings. I'm just going to go flip the wings real quick. I'll okay. be right back. You keep going. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. So, anyways, so the bus isn't really comfortable travel, but, I mean, if you're not hungover or dyspeptic or have dysentery, then it's really not that bad. You just kind of put your headphones in, and then you're there, and it costs like 25 freaking bucks. I mean, you know, it's like a sore dick. You can't beat it. And then so you took the bus down to New York. And then, uh, yeah, you just get dropped off in some random street. They don't even bring you to, like, a bus terminal. And they just say, uh, yeah, grab your shit and get the hell out. So that's what we did. And then we ventured on to an Airbnb. Um, Oh, shit, we didn't sweep for cameras in there, which I was told to do. 
according to Good Morning America. But uh, none of us got laid, so it wouldn't make for good footage anyways. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, that's about it. And then the bus ride back, I was slightly hungover, not nothing too bad. And then uh, we made it back safely, but uh, I didn't have any any movie entertainment. But I also didn't have any bumbling idiot, uh, you know, screwing with my shit when it comes to movies. Uh, but I think actually I was on a flight one time and they are actually playing the movie Flight with Denzel. And, like, the first 30 minutes of that movie is a fucking horrendous plane crash. So I don't I don't know whose idea that was. Well, also, now that we're talking about this, we got on our flight, and they go, just so you guys know, uh, this flight is out of vodka. We have no vodka left on this flight. How, do you have, how are you out of vodka? Well, my first thought was... Denzel Washington and ah, the pilot just cocked. maybe the pilot just cocked and drank all the vodka. The pilot hoarded all of the vodka nips. Yeah, you oh, never fuck. know, man. Easy, Jesus. When uh, I was with Eric from Eric Sterling Storage going to L.A., mm-hmm, mm. um, there was a there were these like college girls in front of us. Yeah. Oh. And uh, yeah. and one of the girls was like super nervous, stealing nips from the tray table, like when the flight attendant would look to her right to take people's orders the girl would just sneak like a bunch of nips oh wow and then she was so nervous to get caught that she never even drank them she just hid them what the okay and then then she throws them out on the way out and that plane landed at one in the morning and then they realized that they're they're all from connecticut and they realized that the they probably wouldn't be able to take like a shuttle from logan to Connecticut, <laughs> so then they're all panicking that they weren't going to be able to get home. I'm sure they just figured they'd figure it out. Yeah, they're like, we'll just figure it out when we get there. <laughs> it was a disaster. Jesus. But it was funny. Oh, but that flight back was terrible. I had really bad heart palpitations. Ooh, that's never fun on a flight, dude. Oh, and the guy behind my behind my seat, or behind me but over, was uh, doing, he was like making the most disgusting fucking noises the entire flight like every 30 seconds like he was doing like oh <coughs> nice oh doing that the entire flight whole how flight long, how long is that flight uh six hours or so and luckily luckily i had these headphones because they're noise canceling so then like i can't really fucking hear it that was that when the engineers came up with the noise canceling yeah. feature that was the noise but if i did they were trying to free everybody if i from. didn't have this i probably would have blew my fucking brains out on the plane you don't even kill him you just kill yourself yeah and but, how did i get a gun on a plane but, but uh well because the government shut down that's right these locks. Yeah. So but which um, just totally debunks your entire argument but yeah go ahead. <laughs> but uh uh yeah, I was at a movie one time and this guy was packing a lip. And by the way, I'm an advocate for for any sort of tobacco product. So I'm not right. actually yeah, yeah. I'm not actually criticizing what the guy was doing cuz I'm all on board if you want to pack a tin of Grizzly and just fucking you know right. pop it in a horseshoe and enjoy the show. But anyway, the guy was spitting into like a soda cup. Uh-huh. The entire movie. And not just like clean like little it was like dragging loogies that you could tell was taking like a full 10 seconds for him to Ugh. officially divorce himself from the saliva. Ew. And it was disgusting. What a way to say it, bud. But what it was way. disgusting. Way with words. But, uh, yeah, so should have had noise-canceling headphones for that one, but uh, did not. Okay, well, lesson learned. Yeah. Moron! Now, I know. Did you watch that... Uh, 
fire festival shit. Oh, you know I did, dude. You well, fucking know I did. So you watched the Netflix one. I watched the the Hulu one. Is the guy who did it related to um uh the McFarland guy that does Family Guy at all? Seth McFarland? Seth McFarland? I don't think so. Because that's his last name was McFarland, right? Um, yeah. I think Billy, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I just was curious if there was like any known no, relation. I don't think he's related. He doesn't look like him at all. Really. Dude, this guy, though, watch. He's going to be back. He In like 15 years, this guy's going to be a millionaire again. He just He's just one of those guys. That's You know what I mean? What what sucks about this whole thing is they built a leg- they we're building a legitimate company with the credit card thing, yeah, and like the, well, and the um the searching well no the searching for talent like it was a way to book oh yeah talent. yeah yeah and that was a really good idea but they fucked that whole thing up by just trying to do this but what shit. I don't get is that they could have pulled it off but the thing is this dude's like a Ponzi scheme guy yeah so yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. get you. He'd get you incredible shit, but only because he had to borrow money from the next scheme that he was already moved on to, and then he basically was just going to eventually run on schemes. But yeah, like you said, he had some legitimate things. But you know what the funniest thing is? I was watching uh, one of those stupid morning shows uh, this morning. I was putting my shoes on, uh-huh. and they were talking about the uh, fire Festival. Yeah. And then, first of all, the, the replacing eyes with Ys. Uh, we talked about this, man. It's like replacing... We talked about prepositions with numbers. Type in fire, fire into Google without a Y, just I fire and try and find the festival. Not going to happen. Yeah, he's right. Even though it was spelled differently. He's absolutely was the first thing. So I'll go fuck myself if you guys want. But Uh, continue. uh, um, But anyways. um, Oh, so (laughs) um, getting my shoes on, listening to these morons on this talk show that they're talking about um, that. They're talking about the Fire Festival documentaries. And then they go, This has totally discredited entertainer Ja Rule. <laughs> I'm like, What? <laughs> what fucking. Cr- what credibility does this moron have? He was literally playing at Bernie's in fucking Hampton like five minutes ago. He was literally playing at Wally's. He was playing at a biker bar. Maggie went on a boat cruise. On the Charles River in January <laughs> that this guy was on. This guy's doing like shows in front of twelve people to make like a quick two hundred bucks. And they go, they go, yeah, totally discredit him. <laughs> like who's going who's going, did you watch that fire festival? And then go, dude, I know. Can you believe Ja Rule got caught up in that man? He's such a stand up guy. This is going to ruin his career. Dude, he ran out of street credits a long time ago. Nobody even knows what the fuck this guy even does anymore. This is the best thing that ever happened to Ja Rule. The only reason we even remember <laughs> yeah. who Ja Rule is is because the fire Festival is such That's a fucking bomb. entirely true. Oh, my God. 100 people in the room and but, 99 uh, don't believe in you. But, yeah. So, anyways, but now Ja Rule is... It's so funny because Ja Rule faded into nothingness 10 years ago because he's not talented. But now he can say the reason he doesn't have a career anymore is because Fire Festival ruined his credibility. So now <laughs> he can just he can push the blame yeah. he can push the blame off having no talent and actually say that it's because of the scandal that was the Fire Festival. Yeah. Yep, now on his deathbed he'll be like, you know, He'll, he he just will think that he was the, one of the best artists if only. Yeah, if only. If only Firefest. It's like you're. It's like uh, that that everybody's uncle that like was about to play professional football, but they got the inevitable knee injury in the in the in college. You know, dick yeah. around. That's that's Ja Rule's story for this. 
But uh, I feel like some some silly dick in like five years, yeah, yeah, is gonna try to be cheeky, and he's gonna do the legit fire festival, and, I, yeah, and he's gonna make too. and he's gonna make a shit ton of money yes. because it's gonna be like it's gonna be done right, and it's gonna be like a funny like adage that it was like a spoof on fire festival. Yeah. You know what I mean, I totally agree. Cause I think that's going to happen. Cause now if, cause if, it's a good idea. If somebody, if somebody did, it is a good idea. And if somebody swooped in now and capitalized on the whole hype, everybody would go. It's almost like when, um, when Tylenol, they found out after they put out in stores that there was some sort of, faulty thing in in the in Tylenol and they're like oh fuck we got to recall everything and they were like D- nobody nobody take Tylenol we got to fucking replace the whole thing i don't even remember this dude and then everyone was panicking cuz they were like this is going to destroy our our business this is like the biggest discrediting that's happened since Ja Rule no, i'm just kidding but they're <laughs> like they're like this is going to destroy us but then the opposite happened where once people saw that they had the balls to do that now they trust Tylenol even more. Wow. Because they were honest enough to be like, hold on, don't fucking do that. We got to do it. So anyways, if somebody did the fire Festival now, nobody would be afraid of getting scammed because right. lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. Right. That's totally true. Yeah. Or it actually would be hilarious if somebody did the exact <laughs> same scam now. That would be funny. That wouldn't. That wouldn't. I uh, woke up the next morning <laughs> under my bed, which I thought was weird. I wonder if Eric bought a ticket to Fire Festival. He probably did, and he's just not telling us about it. <laughs> I love how there were FEMA tents too. It wasn't even. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Okay, so that what's the dickhead's name? Uh, McFarland. Yeah. So he Poopy was face. So Billy he, McFarland. So you watched the Netflix one. I watched the Hulu one, but he was in the Hulu one. He was in the Netflix one too, dude. That's fucking weird. Wait, he w- he did like a talking head appearance. Wait, like he was interviewed in the Netflix one? No, the, he's well, yeah, he he hired, dude. He hired a film crew to document the entire thing. No, 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 I know that. But when they're doing the documentary, the documentarians are interviewing him in the Hulu one, talking about. Like, this guy's about to go to jail, and he's talking uh, to the camera about Fire Festival. Yeah, no, I don't think that happened. They did pay him to be in it. I'm sure they did. But he's in it. But I don't think he's in the Netflix one. I can't believe I broke this mic stand, too, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude, how did you... Fucking thing how long have you Fucking thing does suck. How long have you had that up now? Uh, Well, including the week we didn't use it. Maybe three, three weeks. Okay. But the good ones are ten times the cost, so I figure I might as well just, just buy, buy ten, ten shitty ones. Exactly, dude. You know. Oh, which reminds me, uh, we got like a subscriber, a, a supporter on um, on Anchor. Oh yeah. And someone you know subscribed to the podcast, so you can do that too. You know, you just go to uh, Anchor.fm and you type in "I'm so sure." Cast, yeah, that was then- uh, Catherine. Uh- yep. Krasansky. Yes, that's correct. Yep. And uh, you can support the podcast on there, you know? Great family friend and supporter of the podcast. Also, uh, Pete Apparetti, he followed through with the ordering of some stickers. So just so you guys know, that offer's still on the table. Oh, you... fuck. I have this. St- I have stickers, too. Oh, shit. He has stickers, too. Um, I brought them. He brought them. L- fucking perfect. So give us $5. We'll send you the stickers he just brought. Yeah. Send five bucks and we're going to send you stickers. Yeah. Just Venmo us five bucks and like then text us your address or like say it in the Venmo. Well, maybe not do that. You can email us. It's, it's this is our address, our email address. It's dot the 
dot tims at gmail.com and you can email us your address and be like hey man that was me we're not gonna like steal your money and not send it to you don't worry it's he's absolutely right I'm, we're not like that but uh <sighs> oh also dude uh, tim jim's fucking oh squick squawk dude your post on squick well so squick squawk as all the listeners already know because they follow squick squawk sunshine the coolest cocktail on instagram um posted a happy birthday to tim jim over here dude squick squawks Fucking huge, man. Dude, huge. huge media. Let movie. me just, real quick, I'm going to pull it up. This is live right here. I got a shout out. Live. From, I got info. a birthday shout out from Squick Squawk, and it's it's spreading like the fire festival. I mean, like oh. wildfire. So what it says is, uh, happy birthday to our friend, Tim Jim. Right now it has 13,000 views and about 60 comments, which to us is, is a big fucking deal, dude. Huge deal. Dude, that is a great just way to, you know, proselytize the uh the I'm so sure case. It's just fantastic. Oh man. And uh, I got a birthday. I mean, it was just everything about it worked. Everything just came together. It was good promotion, but more importantly, it was just warming. Yeah. To know that Squeak Squawk, first of all, knows it's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. And second of all, to, you know, leave me an endearing message like that. So intelligent. It, the most intelligent bird I've ever Smartest bird I've ever met. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it'd be cool to start a band with called The Birds, but you do it with a Y instead of an I. Yep. That yeah. would be cool, man. Now, the worst is the R&B, uh, like, artists that would always... Lil? Well, no, they'd always replace prepositions with numbers. Like, it would be like, like, boys, two men, and then, like, mm. it'd be like... Uh, like for you would be like the number four, and like right. the letter U. Yes, it's just a, it's just so corny. Ninety-eight degrees. Like that doesn't apply. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's okay. It's completely relevant. Uh, Nick Lachey. Yep. What's that moron up to? Nick Lachey. Nick. <laughs> oh, did you see Jeffrey Simpson, Simpson's ankle, dude? Dude, it's giant. It got so big. Imagine if his name was Nick Lachey, but he, but like he called himself Lachey, and everyone it just caught on. <laughs> Oh, that's the latchy kid. There he is. There oh, he is. Oh yeah. Ninety eight degrees. Have you watched that um what does that even mean? That tidying up fucking show on Netflix? Uh no, what the hell's up? It's just this uh little Asian lady, Maria Marie Kondo, and she comes in and just like fold your clothes different. But she like comes in and sit and kneels on the Oh. Yeah, I heard about this. People are obsessed with this show. She folds your clothes smaller than you know how to do it. Well, that's great. But, uh, and it's so I watched like the first episode and we were 15 minutes into the episode before she even like stepped foot in their house and like started showing them how to fold clothes differently. Are you I know you're being a tad facetious, but is that pretty much the crux of the show? How to fold clothes differently? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And, and just, this is what's like taking off. Well, in the first one's the only one I saw and it's like this couple that clearly fucking hates each other. Like how do you, you even can get just see they fucking hate each other. How do you Kevin knows exactly what I'm talking about. How it's, do you even get discovered being a like I don't know. I don't fucking know. So it's like the super passive aggressive couple that oh, you yeah. just feel she's calling him babe like every 2 fucking seconds and like there yeah, it's so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that show was more about a divorce than an organization is what Kev says and he's dude. totally right. Because they're wa- definitely going to get divorced. It's called tidying up right now. I think it is called tidying up. Yeah. So she just comes in and tidies up your marriage and then leaves. No, no, no. She brings out the problems. 
But, oh, uh, so she's like the catalyst that kind of just she's like like locking you in the room so that you can detox like and just everything comes out of your system. Sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's her name? Marie Kondo. Ah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch. She kneels. Show. She kneels on the carpet. Is like, is like I'm gonna I'm gonna greet the house now. And then she like closes her eyes for way too long, like does a she, long time. Does she have a endearing yet sexy accent? Uh, I'd say it's more endearing. Okay. But um, and then like they're just looking at her like on her knees with her eyes closed, and then she's like, "Okay, we're done now." And they're like, oh, "Okay, we're we're done. We're good." What? Oh, she also wants you to like talk to the clothes and like. When you fold your clothes, you like thank them for being your clothes, dude. No wonder they look like and they're you gonna tell... get divorced. If my wife made me do this, <laughs> I would fucking strangle. Well, the wife's like, okay, yeah, that's that's different, but okay, that's different. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh my god, dude. Oh, oh man, they clearly hate each other though. Something right. I would hate myself if I found myself on this show. Yeah, but I am gonna watch it. You definitely need to figure out how what to do you fold think? your clothes differently. What do you think? Do you think I should watch this before or after the Ted Bundy tapes? Um, you should probably watch it after. Okay, I'd say after the Ted Bundy man. That's probably because the Ted Bundy thing was a real probably jerk. one of those things where you need like a buffer between sleep. After yeah, watching it, you know what I mean. Dude, the thing with the Bundy thing that's so funny is that he's when he's arrested. We're talking about Al Bundy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's married. He's got two kids. Um, it's kind of a real, like, you know, curmudgeon. Oh, yeah. But uh, no, but he's, so he's his own lawyer. So you can. Which so, is hilarious. So when they're taking a recess from the courtroom, he's just walking around, like, uncuffed. This guy's, like, arrested for killing, like, seven women. And he's just around. And he's, like, in the lawyer's room. Like with a like legal library is just by himself <laughs> on the so he's on like the second story. No one's concerned. No, he's on the second story, and then he just jumps out the window. What the fuck? And then just runs away, and nobody finds him. Like what? For like a long time. And then he kills like thirty two more people. Yeah. And then later on, when he gets arrested again in Florida, they're reading the indictments of him. They're in, they're in the prison. And there's like a bunch of they're having like a press conference, and the guy's reading it, and Bundy's just like walking around like uncuffed, just like waving his arms in like the... in incredulity, just going like, "What is this?" Incredulity. <sighs> yeah. I get it, like incredulously, but like that's a cool word right there. Well, you know, you know it's guy. very similar. I just I'm just worried about Ja Rule, man. I don't think his career can handle another blow dude. like this. What's he gonna do now? He had so much lined up for this year. Just so many hits. <laughs> Ja Rule is, and again, I actually, and I actually don't mind Ja Rule, like, personally. Like, when I see him on, like, camera and stuff, he doesn't, like, actually bother me. So I'm saying this with no animus whatsoever. He's the, he has to be the least impressive famous person I've ever seen, or at least in, like, the top ten. Yeah. Okay. You know, can I, sorry, totally off topic. I apologize to my cousin Maggie, too, because she actually is a big fan. Huge fan. We'll send her some stickers or something. She saw him at the shitty biker bar down the road. Yeah. That was that. He played it before he lost his credibility. <laughs> Jesus. But now, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, This is random. I'm sorry. But I saw this guy that he, at the, in the public bathroom, he took a poop, then he washed his hands, and then he took a pee. Yeah. And then he left. 
wouldn't you? Wait, he did just kill two birds with one stone. Yes. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only one that thought that was really fucking I would weird. Kill two numbers with one toilet. Took a poop, washed his hands, took a pee, and then left. That where did you see this? In Aruba. <laughs> in a public Jesus, bathroom. Jesus, dude. That is really fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. That shit happens. That is really weird, I gotta say. But yeah, on that note, we're coming up on twenty eight minutes. Twenty eight minutes already? Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. We got wings cooking. We should probably get those things out. Yeah. Sauce we'll get some up. wings. Well, anyways, it's good to be back in America. Um, yeah. We're gonna be potting. He never left America. We're gonna be potting weekly from here on out. Yeah. And uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I guess that's all there is to it. Yeah. So follow Squick Squawk Sunshine uh, on Instagram, S Q U I C K. It'll autofill. Trust me, it will. Um, send us five bucks in Venmo. We can send you some stickers, whatever. We and, got plenty uh, of stickers. So. We do. We really do. Um, and stick them around, you know, where people will see them and be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You should vandalize some places with our faces. Definitely do that. So that yeah. we get recognition. Because actually, we have had moments where we've been walking in like places that we don't visit that much. Yep. And have seen stickers. That is true. And it's just nice. It's very nice. You know what I mean? It is. So do it for us. And then I think leave us a voicemail message. I'm going to guess here. 978-647-7624, I think, is the phone number. That was the first time you didn't channel Larry the Cable Guy. I didn't look at it either. So that might not be right, but call that number and leave a message. 978-647-7624, I think it is. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, man. Episode 17. Wrapping it up. All right, guys. Well, (laughs) you know, take care. (laughs) I'm so sure can